Welcome back, everybody. What'd you ask? Is that your song? Uh, that's uh, that's our hour three intro. You like that? I like that. I like that. I know you dig a good. Sound, uh, sound like Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> he's like, I know you dig a good music tune. That's the uh, Dust Bowl Boys. Oh, really? Yeah, the Dust Bowl Boys wrote about uh, three or four intros for us many years ago. And that turned out to be the most popular one. Skip Johnson joining us live now. We're in Omaha as the Sooners get set for Ole Miss coming up tomorrow night. How you feeling, Coach? Me, I'm. I think I, you know, I'm getting a little sick, but no, I'm good. <laughs> don't don't do that to us now. I'm good. Uh, have you ever done this much media in your life as you've done this week? You getting tired of this yet? Yeah, I I have not done this much media. Uh, maybe a little bit during early uh, springs at uh, uh, where I was at, but. Uh, uh, I mean, do you get tired of it? Absolutely, you kind of get tired of it. Yeah, but you don't ever get tired of coming on our show. Oh, absolutely is, not. There you go. Listening to the Dust Bowl Boys, <laughs> we need to get them out there on the burn. <laughs> I w- let's put some concerts uh, oh, out yeah. on the – yeah, that, that would be great. Uh, you got the big car wash I know coming up today. You're going to do a lot more media, and the team's going to practice on the field. How have you handled the last couple of days with the guys? Uh, we just practiced a little bit, you know, going over there to uh, uh, Bellevue East. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank those guys for letting us practice and uh, uh, just trying to get better, throw bullpens. And at this time of year, you just got to stay loose and let them do what they do. It really seems – I mean, I know you've been winning games and that helps, but it really seems like you've been having a lot of fun this week. Just seeing you around the hotel and around the stadium – this has been a blast for you, hasn't it? Oh, Personally. absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing for our coaches, period, you know, hanging around. You couldn't ask for a better group of uh, men to be around every day to uh, come to work and have a good time with. Tell me about your coaching staff and, like, what each of their roles has been getting you guys to this point. You know, I think uh, Coach Overcash is the recruiting coordinator a little bit with Van Hook, you know, and myself. We try to get the guys in there. Um and he works with the catchers, coaches first base, uh, uh, behind the scenes, does a lot of stuff, uh, uh, talks to the kids, helps with pitching, uh, throws BP. And then Coach Van Hook works with the infielders, works with Reggie running the offense, uh, works with the hitters. Um, and uh, uh, Reggie does the offense, outfielders, base running, and really uh, the mental side of it. You know, yeah. we both try to take the mental side of it and – and really stay on top of them and making them understand the moment that they're in, uh, day in and day out. You know, uh, Tim Overman, our strength coach, you know, he gets them out there, gets them going, uh, lifting weights. Luke Luke has done a phen- phenomenal job uh, in the in the postseason run, trying to get those guys healthy every day, going in and out of uh, uh, massages to. Uh, uh, cold pool to all that stuff i mean it's i mean he's got to be exhausted Uh, for a run like this to come together though a lot of things have to happen and one of them is you've got to have a great chemistry on that coaching staff and i'm sure you've been on somewhere it wasn't such you know it wasn't like it really seems like you guys have figured out your roles where everybody fits and it's been an incredible chemistry that you have yeah i think the biggest thing about our chemistry is more of uh um we all we all rag each other and ride each other all the time and and uh, uh it's 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 pretty awesome to to watch these guys and be around these guys i'm really thankful and grateful that we had the coaching staff we have 
We've talked a little about Augie in uh, in some of these interviews in this postseason. Have you received any advice this week from anybody else out there about how to approach Omaha or how to approach the championship series or anything? No, not really. I mean, uh, I probably uh, – not really. I mean, I talk to Tim every morning like 7.30 over coffee. I oh, mean, really? We're, we're best friends. We will continue to be that no matter through what it's going to be. But, you know, I mean – he, you know, he didn't really have any advice. Were you really talking about fishing or talking about life or whatever it may be? Uh, uh, um, Do you guys needle each other at all? Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we talk about playing golf, who's gonna, or fishing, who's gonna buy dinner or whatnot. But uh, uh, yeah, we do a lot. Um, what about the reaction from Sooner Nation uh, since you've been up here, and oh, on social media and everything? Oh, it's been incredible. I mean, that's what's the pouring out of people that care about Sooner Baseball and, and what we wanted to do. I mean, this is what some of the things that we wanted to do. We wanted to uh, put a product out there that's going to bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to do that. You know, I mean, you look at Elvis. I mean, Elvis was good. We're not Elvis, but uh, he started playing. Everybody loved him, and look what happened. You know, I mean, that's what we have to do. We have to do that. You know, I I'm I'm just thankful for getting the opportunity. I told Joe the other night, he said, hey, we're coming up to the game. I said, just thankful for the opportunity to be the head coach. I mean, I'm really not the head – I mean, my title is the head coach, but the testimonies that the coaches, Ryan, uh, Reggie, Tim, Clay Overcat, Clay Squared, Clay Overcash, Clay <laughs> Van Hook, all those guys are leaving me more to me than it does anything else. I mean, really. Do you know uh, or have any kind of relationship with Mike Bianco? No, I don't, I don't know him. He shook my hand. I don't, I don't really have relationship. Yeah. I know his third base coach real well, and his other coaches from recruiting. You know, I, that's about it. In uh, I know you've been diving into their film over the last uh, twelve hours or so, and you've seen them play here in Omaha. Give me your thoughts on their team, Ole Miss. Very physical. Um, they play with a confidence and edge. Uh, very good baseball team. I don't know what what anybody was saying in the middle of the year that they were Mac Bianco was going to get fired or whatever. I it, I kind of laughed at all that stuff, but uh, uh, I mean he's a good he's a good coach. Do if you had to compare stylistically to how they play to maybe a Big Twelve team, who would you compare them to? I would compare them a little bit to uh, uh, Texas Tech. Okay, I mean okay. power arms. Uh, lineup, good hitters, um, like Texas Tech. Yeah, like to hit the home run. Not going to steal a base necessarily on you. Throw a bunch of hard arms at you. Yep. Um, what's important for Jake? I assume Jake Bennett's getting the ball in game one. Uh, what's important for him? Just be himself. I mean, that's but he's got to be himself. And uh, uh, you know he's going to give effort. That's all we can ask out of him. If he's himself, I've said it a million times this year. I think I've answered it. It's like a, a – I feel like a parrot sometimes, you know, hey, be yourself, be yourself. But uh, um, I think that's the thing. That's what he needs to do. I mean, he can't be somebody's not. He's just got those strike one. And and uh, uh, look at the Here's Coach Overcash yeah. walk by. Look at Clay him. Overcash, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, so uh, I think that's the biggest thing. He's got to be himself. It is um, an interesting dichotomy between him and David Sandlin. Mm-hmm in the emotion with which they pitch. Uh, Jake is stoic, and I would guess if you put a pulse rate monitor on him, he probably stays at 72 the entire game. (laughs) David Sandlin, the very first strike out of the game, he's pumping his fist and roaring a little bit. 
Um, how do you coach guys in how to, you know, handle that kind of uh, – and, and Trevin Michael's another guy who obviously pitches with a lot of attitude and, and zest. How do you coach those guys from a personality standpoint or from an emotion standpoint? Well, we try not to get them emotional. We try to get them to get, stay in the process and just about executing. But we also want them to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they've, they've got to understand that they can't get out of character. They can't try too hard. They can't get so emotional and just make it about one pitch. Because And that's what Jake's done such a, such a good job with is making it just about one pitch and just staying you know, uh, focused on – Throwing the ball to the target. I, I, you know, there's times where he's gotten out of control where he's tried to punch a guy out instead of just throwing the contact and pitching the contact. You know, it's funny. I, I was asking Ben McDonald. We were talking about it on the field the other day. I was like, if you could throw 27 pitches and get 27 outs, would you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, kids don't think like that anymore. They want to strike the guy out. They want to, you know, wear their chain or pump their fist or whatever it may be. And that's our society. You know, they it's a, it's a big deal what – well, the game is you try to get outs as fast as you can, and you want to get outs as fast as you can. I I have a feeling you and Ben have become pretty good buddies <laughs> up here. It seems like you two are very similar. Ben McDonald. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Do, we talked a lot, a lot about uh, fishing. fishing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I've asked you before. I heard you get asked uh, the other day about if you're much of a, a Newt Rockney speech-giving guy. Um, you know, football makes a lot of sense because – Football's a sport where you got to run out there and you got to hit somebody and you got to play with adrenaline and you need to get a team fired up when they take the field. Uh, baseball, I mean, you kind of—it's a cerebral game. You got to think your way through it as a pitcher and as a hitter and all that kind of stuff. So you're going into a championship series like this. Do you and, and all of the spotlight and the hype and everything? Do you try to uh, pump them up? The, the next couple of days before they take the field, or do you kind of do the opposite and try to kind of just, you know, calm them back down a little bit? Just be in the moment, be where your feet are. That's the biggest thing. And, uh, uh, I mean, we'll go through the advanced meeting with Reggie, and he'll do his deal and we'll, we'll do our what we do as a team. And our biggest thing is just picking each other up, being there for each other, and uh, being where your feet are in the moment. You can't be too big, you can't be too low. You just got to be where your feet are. Keep it the same yeah. as you have all year long. Yep. Same message, approach it with the same attitude, all that kind of stuff. The game demands you to do that. The game demands you to play it one pitch at a time. It demands you to do that. And the, and the game demands your your players to go out and play their – give give their give her a full effort for their other teammates. Right. It demands that. You know that's the that's the thing, and uh, that's a remarkable trait you have, though. And I don't know if you realize it, but this interview we're having right now would sound a whole lot like the interview we had before the Northwestern State series in week two of the season. Like you're the same person all the time, every day. Is that natural <laughs> to you, or is that are you doing that intentionally because you think that's what your team needs to win? No, I mean I, I guess I'm it's natural to me. I don't know. I, I yeah. mean I don't. I don't have. I'm not two people. I can't. Think, I mean, I'm not smart enough to be two people for for crying out loud. I mean, I just want to go out and have fun and and have these kids uh, do something that uh, is just going to change their life. I mean, we've already changed a life. Yeah. And the stuff that we've done and and uh, uh, and just watching these kids grow up and or not kids, they're young men, grow up and deal with. I mean, I seen. I was watching Tanner Treadaway and BP yesterday, and I was like, wow. 
how much better has that guy gotten? Yeah. You know, I was down in the bullpen. So I was watching Godman throw a bullpen and how the confidence that he threw the other night and the, and the bullpen the other day, I was like, wow. Look like a you different know, guy. You know, Ben Abram, you know, watching those guys throw, it's just been it's been uh, uh, fun coming to the ballpark and working every day. What's been your favorite moment of the week so far, on or off the field? Mm, I could, Is it the Godman moment? <clears throat> Yeah, that was pretty good. No, I tell you what, my favorite moment was is uh, we're sitting in the post game, and we're in the locker room, and uh, I tell those guys like, "Hey, look, if we have a team dinner or we're shaved, we got to shave. That's the business, and we need to clean up." And so we're handing the spike out. It was the second game, and we're in, and Reggie says, "I'm really proud of uh, of uh, uh, I let anybody talk. Really proud of." Uh, what Sebastian did and what Godman did. And the, probably the proudest moment is Cade, uh, I think Cade or somebody had the spike, and they go, the, the spike winner is Jared Godman. Those kids really cared more about giving that spike to Jared Godman because he hadn't thrown since May than they did winning the baseball game. That's what it's about. Who cares? I mean, you, the Cade <clears throat> gave it to Jared himself because yeah. oh, he yeah. thought he deserved it instead. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's probably the coolest moment. I mean, you know, yeah. and you look at it, that's really what it's about. For those who don't know, the spike is what they give out. That's the whole run to the roar thing. We've told the story before, and I'll tell it again when Skip's done. But that's kind of what you get out to the, the star of the game, basically, yeah. Yeah. after every game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty awesome because Cade had an unbelievable performance in that yeah. game. And, yeah. and for him to say somebody else deserved it more, it's yeah. awesome. Uh, all right, man. Well, we're so excited for you and uh, excited to see what the next few days holds. And thanks for being generous with your time again today, oh, Skip. It was we awesome. appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. All right. Good luck going to you. Going to the car wash. <laughs> you got to you go get washed up so you can go to the car wash. <laughs> thanks, Skip. Skip Johnson, we'll take a break. More live here from Omaha when we come back.